The SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford, Pico Pizza, and All Insurance Ontario. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Pico is Ottawa's fresh, new, innovative take on pizza. Step up to the bar, order your pizza masterpiece, building from 56 fresh ingredients, then in classic Neapolitan style, they slide your custom thin crust beauty into a thousand degree oven for 90 seconds. Moments later, you're enjoying those rich, delicious Pico flavors. Unlimited toppings, $14. Pico, 170 Metcalf or 236 Richmond Road. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey everybody, welcome to the SWP. It's a podcast that revels in sports and whatever. It's a new episode every weekday. Thank you for being with us and for supporting our program. It is Steve and Jimmy back again, digging in the corners, coming up with all the loose pucks, and I have no idea what that metaphor means. I'm in the nation's capital. Jimmy's wandering around aimlessly somewhere in Alberta. James, how are things? (laughs) I think... (laughs) <laughs> wandering around aimlessly in Alberta. I think that's what they put on my yearbook underneath nice. my picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Voted most, most likely, likely to, to wander around aimlessly. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> I do a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, it, yeah, Alberta's tough, right? I mean, it's not, it's not easy right now to be wandering around aimlessly. As long as you're in open spaces, uh, the whole COVID thing there, I guess, has hit a real high or low depending on perspective and they banned indoor gatherings they partly shut down the schools there to limit the spread of covid that all happening here in the last 24 hours and even hockey canada has fully shut down the national junior team selection camp which is happening in red deer after a couple of positive tests among the players so they fully shut down now until december the 6th i have a friend of mine greg kennedy who i host the sends nation podcast with he actually got a job in Slave Lake, Alberta, coaching yeah. junior hockey up there. And uh, he's not there for one game, and they've shut down the league until after Christmas now. So things are a little crazy in Alberta right now. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's pure frustra- fus- frustration, uh, pure, pure <laughs> frustration, right, from from people. like They keep saying this is going to happen, uh, that 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 people are just getting way way too impatient right and going kind of stir crazy and and i i completely understand that um it's i'm sort of going bonkers too you know um sure like like you heard me talking and swearing to myself this morning over like innocuous shit you know um and and for sure that's what it is you know and and well the powers that be said that that's what happens you know that that 
just so much time goes by that people get frustrated. It's, it's highly, highly stressful. You know, there, there's just nothing good each day that, when was the last time you heard any good news about COVID, you know? And if it was the only, they're, they're just, they're grabbing at straws here to have some sort of good news. They're going, okay, there were 700 cases yesterday, but today there was only a hundred or, mm-hmm. or there was none, you know, in the last eight hours, but now it's back up again, you know, and it's only going up, you know, the, the cases of it, the incidents of the of people, you know, getting this virus. Um, and it's not, it's not going away, you know? Yeah. So you were, you were talking about a story too, where, uh, so frustrated is a guy in Toronto, a restaurant owner in Toronto. You, um, you just told me about this story that, that broke that, you know, that people are just, they're, they're not thinking straight. They're making mistakes in the way they're thinking about this thing. Well, it's a real flashpoint story and it's in Etobicoke and it's a place called Adamson Barbecue. It's a restaurant where for a third straight day, as we record this today on uh, Thursday, November 26th, this was the third straight day that this guy who runs this barbecue, uh, his name's Adam Skelly, and he's opened in defiance of all the lockdown orders. Mm-hmm. And today he was taken away in handcuffs by police. First couple of days, everybody's like, okay, you know, there was warnings and all that and lots of media attention. And then yesterday, Premier Ford jumps on the microphone and says uh, he's not going to be in, uh, and very, it was almost threatening. It was almost mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, watch this. If he thinks he's going to open a day, watch this. And sure enough, the police let him away in handcuffs. He's in custody. And, uh, but it, the reason I call it a flashpoint is because there were so many protesters. It wasn't just it wasn't just customers. It was protesters. Media was out there in full force, and dozens of police. And it really looked like it could get completely out of hand. There was one guy arrested. It looked like a media member who had a camera, and a cop kind of slapped his camera away. I think that's what, what happened. And then they slapped each other, and then the guy was wrestled to the ground. It was. A lot of screaming like, this is Canada, not North Korea. We want freedom, freedom. Right. Shame on you. And so this, I think, is going to be potentially the spark. Because if you go on social media right now, I stand with Adam is a trending hashtag, not just in Canada, but America's embracing this whole storyline as well. So, I mean, I, I hate to see this. You know, you want everybody to participate in the greater good. But you also think of the back of your mind about the Constitution and freedoms. Should we be arresting people for just opening their business and wanting to feed their families? Yeah, I I, I don't see both sides. I, I see the guys being stupid, you know, that ignoring uh, ignoring sort of life threatening stuff. You know, I'm 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 just going around in my head here what what I think the equivalent is of of COVID right now. So let's say let's say if you you know that that sunburns are 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 causing a lot of trouble okay like if, if you go outside you're going to get a sunburn okay and it's going to it's going to be you know it's going to it's going to you know be a high, be a, low, low, a a risk here that you're going to end up getting a sunburn and it's going to it's going to can do terrible things to you the equivalent of what these guys are doing is Oh yeah, well that's you know you you can't tell me against my I'm going to go out out in the sun. Well, but yeah, but you're going to get this burn, pal. Okay, and it could cause you your death. So and so the issue right now is that's still happening. You're still going to get this thing, Stevie. Okay, and there's no sunblock yet. 
okay? When we get the sunblock, everyone can go, okay? But in the meantime, you can't do it, you know? And if you get that sunburn and you're near somebody else, they're going to get it, you know? I don't know if that's a terrible example, but but that's what I, that's how I look at this thing, you know? You, 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 can't, you, you can't do anything right now about it other than what's required to social distance and, and stay away, you know? Um, I, I, I don't agree with what that guy's doing, you know? I, I don't agree with it at all. And even beyond that, more stupid is people not wearing masks, you know? Yeah, hardly anybody at that whole protest today uh, had a mask on, and, and that's what it was kind of about. It was providing a forum for people who are anti-lockdown. And, I, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with what they're doing, but I understand where the emotion sparks from because this... These, these measures have been in place since March. And I think that there's a real attitude that's growing and growing that these measures aren't working. We're destroying businesses and families financially for measures that aren't working because it's just as bad as it was on day one. So the, the, big, what, what, the flaw in that argument, though, Jimmy, is that if you decide to not do these measures... Watch how bad this thing can truly get. Yeah, right, right. You know, if 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 you don't, if, you know, you got to stay inside, man. You got to stay inside. Still, you know, it's just pure frustration from people, and and I understand that. I understand. I'm living that. I, I I'm living that when I go to leave my house, you know, to go to. I go, God, I don't want to do that right now. You know, the they don't have a handle on this thing yet. You know, and they're not wearing the mask thing is just. It's like there, there's, there's so much upside, okay, to you wearing a mask, okay? Um, they're, they're, you know, but if you don't, there's a ton of downside, man. And wearing a mask is, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like, it's not like you got to give away cash here, Steve, or anything, you know? Just wear a freaking mask, mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime. And anyway, that's how I feel about it, you know? I think... I think you're, you know, where people say you're, you're infringing on my rights. Uh, I still go to that example of it's, you know, you, you may, you may want to do that, not wear a mask and be steadfast here in your, your rights and freedoms, but you could, you can give it to your kids. Yeah. And, and, and I think just for full perspective on this particular story about Ab- Adamson barbecue, um, they weren't ignoring anything. Like they were very diligently demanding people wear masks. Right. They were diligently taking names and numbers. They were diligently making people social distance. But where they drew the line was a full and complete lockdown that they didn't agree with. So it wasn't like they weren't buying in at all, like saying, this thing's all a bunch of malarkey, blah, blah, blah. They were doing everything they were asked to do. They stopped short, though, of being told to close. Right. Yeah, I, you know, plus it's going to, you know, it's, look, look what it's doing, right? The, the, it sounds to me like this thing's bubbling, right? It is. Yeah, that, that's, that someone's going to snap, you know? Uh, anyway, that, that's, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is the way it is, but you said yourself, right? It's not getting any better. In no. fact, it's the worst it's been, right, today? Yeah. All right, let's jump on to some other uh, funner stuff. It's the end of our podcast week once again so we have a few things lined up that are a little more fun than covid discussion but i thought that that one was 
one that everybody's going to be talking about today. Do you have any interest in this golf exhibition that's happening today as we record this on our, uh, coming up today on Friday? And uh, it's uh, another edition of The Match. The first one was Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. I think most people thought that was lame. Then the match last year was Mickelson and I think it was Mickelson and Tom Brady against Phil and Tiger Woods. Right. Right. This year they decided to, and, and last year's was better. They said because largely because Charles Barkley was in the booth, just trash talking and giving it to all the competitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Justin Thomas was in there as one of the analysts who was uh, chirping pretty good. So this time around, they said, okay, Charles, let's get you in the action. So Barkley is in there. He's going to be with Phil Mickelson. And the new addition is Steph Curry, who will be playing with Peyton Manning. And that will be obviously a non-PGA duo. So on the other side, you got a superstar PGA player and one of the worst golfers we've ever seen. Do you have any interest in that at all? Well, I don't. I don't. Um, here's what they're here's what they're trying to do. Ironically, it was when they have these matches, right? The, the golf is secondary, okay? Obviously, right? Because if yes. it was all about golf, well, then it would be much more serious, right? And they wouldn't do it, and they'd have these like they used to have the old skins games. Um, so when you do it, Stevie, you gotta have you gotta have the the uh, you know the the vibrant personality here, the outspoken guy, the funny guy, the guy who can't shut up, can't you know who's going on all day, right? Okay. <laughs> That's Charles to a T for sure, <laughs> right? So bringing Barkley in is great. Uh, the the problem with the other one is Tiger's a really low reactor. The the two other guys that they've picked here, in my mind, don't fit the bill. Peyton Manning's pretty low key, and Steph Curry's very low key. Okay, very low key. So for the I don't record, care Tiger's about- not Tiger's not in this one. Just for the record, right? And 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 Tiger was was kind of dull, right? And, and no yeah. offense to Tiger, nothing personal. It's just just the way he is, right? He keeps his cards way too close to his vest and and doesn't say anything. Phil does, right? Phil chirps and gets out there and does that stuff. Yeah. So I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna fall flat with with. Um, Peyton and and Steph Curry. I got, I got no, there's certainly nothing, Steve, when I hear about it going, boy, I wonder who's going to win. Yeah. I I don't go close to that. Boy, this will be great. I want to, this is not a bad idea for a competition. This will be interesting, right? It's the golf will be sick. Get your head around. You're not watching that thing for the golf. The whole thing will be about Charles Barkley. I think when you get down to it, because he's going to be chirping uh, and his swing is, well, an absolute disaster. He's got that weird stopping motion. Right. He brings his, right. brings his club back, and then he brings it forward and then stops about halfway and right. then finishes it off. That's his swing. But apparently he's been working five hours a day, says he is anyway. He might be BSing. That's Charles Barkley to a, in, mm-hmm. in a nutshell. But he says he's been working five hours a day on his swing. Phil's been giving him a hand as well. So you know, see if he shows up with something resembling a golf swing. What's that line you always has? Canadian Tire has uh, more parts than your swing does, oh, or yeah. whatever. Napa, was. Napa. more parts than yeah. Napa. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just you know, even that, right? It's hilarious when you see Barkley. It's not the first time people have seen this story about Charles Barkley and his swing. It's 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 priceless, right? You almost think it's intentional, but he can't help it, you know. Uh, so you got that again. So new people maybe are gonna who haven't seen this before are gonna tune into this thing and see this hilarity from Charles Barkley. 
After three or four holes of that, Steve, they're not going to have much to go on anymore. You know, that's in my mind. When I look at this thing as, as an, is, is, is this an appeal to the fan? I don't, I don't think there's enough there, you know, get John Daly in there, right. As one of the other golfers. Now you got Barkley, you got Daly. Phil would be pretty good. Uh, or is always going to be pretty good. Bill uh, Murray, maybe B- Bill Murray. Hilarious. Great idea, Steve. There you go. Do guys like that. Bill Murray would be a smash hit. You know, Justin Thomas, right. Is pretty, is hilarious too. So I, I don't think they're going all the way there. Nah, I got, I got no interest in it. No interest. Yeah, it's not not doing it for me. You? Do you? How about you? I'll probably have a look at it and see if it grabs me, because Charles Barkley has that potential. You had a chance to sit down with him for a while at one of the Gretzky fantasy camps, and you can see that by the way that interview just put in Jim Jerome, Charles Barkley, Wayne Gretzky fantasy camp. It's a hilarious interview you guys had. It's probably a decade old now, but it's still great. Yeah. And uh, so, sorry about that. It's actually from. Not that it matters, but it was from Wayne's golf tournament when he sponsored uh, what is now the Corn Ferry Tour. Then it was called the Nationwide or Nike. Yeah. In oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think I was watching it on Gretzky's YouTube channel and it was in mixed in with the others. So I mistook that. But uh, yeah, he, he's a terrific guy, isn't he? Like, he, great. Maybe guy. Give us a sense great. of what Charles Barkley's all about. Fantastic guy. Unbelievable guy. Okay. He gets it. He shows up. People are, you know, enamored with the guy they want to get close to him and take pictures and all that he talks he's patient uh hilarious you know that that was kind of a three-day a four-day event that golf tournament uh so there were things each night you know and we all piled into a hall somewhere each night or in the uh, the uh banquet rooms of the hotel they had a dj one night they had a a sort of dancing competition and he's the first guy up there he's priceless he's you know he's worth the worth twice as much as they charge people to get in and do it. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, I'll tell you something else, Steve, about that. The hotel we all stayed in was kind of cool. You walk in the front door, it was the Western Hotel in Collingwood. And it's like Collingwood Village. It's really neat if you go there. Mm -hmm. And big lobby. And you can't, you can't get to the elevator, Steve. You can't, you can't get anywhere in the hotel unless you walk through the bar almost. Okay. So, It, it ends up being this fantastic party in this bar all the whole, the whole week, right? And there were a bunch of other celebs there, including John Elway. So I'm doing bits uh, while we're there for Gretz's uh, website, uh, doing little vids, and I interview a bunch of people. There's a hilarious one I do with Jerry D, too, where he was completely frustrated because <laughs> I was interviewing a bunch of guys, and I asked him, to would he sit in and do a little bit, too, and and he said, sure, I'll go right now. I said, no, no, there's a few people in front of you right there. <laughs> and, and of course, me and my big mouth, uh, I said, yeah, because they're, they're kind of A-clubbers. And then I'll get to the end. He, he was, uh, anyway, I, I took on John Elway, Steve, okay, and beat him in a uh, target throwing contest. John Elway, great quarterback, Stevie, okay? So, uh we're in the lobby. We're hammered. We're hammered in the lobby, and there's a there's a basket. <laughs> you throwing footballs? Not well, the equivalent, but we couldn't find any footballs. So this is in the like I say, it's in the bar in the lobby. There was like a decorative basket on one of the tables with round wicker balls in there. Okay, like look like right. Christmas balls, but they were made of wicker. So I said, I'll take you on. Okay, 
all of a sudden, Steve, big action. People are betting. Okay, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're they're betting. Okay, and there's a, there's a bunch of money there on the table, and and the money's going to go to the charity and stuff like that. And I said, okay, there's the target. There was a there was a painting <laughs> against the wall, <laughs> and because uh, I all we had to do was someone had to distract the security guy. Right. Okay. So there, so someone said they think they think someone broke into their car. Could you come out and see me? He takes off out the door, and off we go, throwing throwing wicker balls against a painting. And uh, so I, there was a handicap there, Steve. All I had to do was hit the painting anywhere, and he had to actually hit hit the. There was a, a painting of a farm. He had to actually hit the barn. Oh, crushed him, Stevie. Absolutely crushed him. <laughs> Well done. Taking down John Elway, <laughs> Hall of Famer. All right, let's take a time out of the program. Back with more after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. It's the Black Friday sale on now at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Right now, get the six-pound size of PVL Isogold Whey Protein and get the second one for just $9.99. Or mix and match throughout the store. Buy any regular priced item and get the second at 50% off. Some conditions apply. See store for details. It's the Black Friday sale on now until November 29th. That's this Sunday at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. If you're buying or selling your home in the Ottawa area, I recommend the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped us set the right price for our home, and the response from buyers was amazing. He also sets aside a budget to help you out with painting, cleaning, staging, and lighting. We took advantage of all of that, and our home sold in less than a week, mind you, at well over asking price. Connect with Glenn today at glennwalton.com. I guess close it out with a little more levity. A couple of pieces of video James plays of the week, we'll call them. Make that your internet homework. The first one, I don't know if you had a chance to see this. This guy in Florida, he's like a 75-year-old man, and he's uh, basically out for a walk with his new puppy. He'd only had the puppy for like a week. It was one of those like uh, like the little dog and lady in the tramp, like the female dog, if you can picture that. A uh, little white and brown one. Gorgeous, cute as a button. Well, the puppy's off the leash, and all of a sudden, out of a pond, this big gator comes out, grabs the puppy, takes it in underwater. And the guy doesn't miss a beat. He jumps into the water, reaches down underwater to grab the alligator, and the puppy is like just completely snared up in the alligator's mouth. And he wrestles, wrestles the puppy loose, like pries the teeth apart and everything, and the puppy gets away okay. And the whole time the guy has a cigar in his mouth and does not drop it. 
the entire time. It's a great piece of video. Who, who, who is this guy? I want what? Sign him up, okay? Who's this? This guy's tougher than a Green Beret. Oh my God! I thought you were going to end the story with. Uh, and he gets the puppy out, and then the alligator swallows the guy whole with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Holy man. My first thought was, who's taking this video exactly? There's someone taking a video. I got thinking, okay, was this thing staged? Why would someone have a video trained on, on the pond in this case? Well, it turns out it's like it's a stationary camera that Florida Wildlife has had there previously, I don't know, to track this or that but the camera just happened to be there already and it, it it basically videoed everything. And so this guy's become a minor celebrity all over America doing interviews and like Fox television. I think I saw him on just a good old boy and just uh, was happy to be able to save his puppy. So it was, it was the real deal. Here's the thing about that, Stevie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's certain, I, I, I remember, uh, I remember taking a, a buddy. We went, we went to LA, uh, well, not a buddy. In fact, in fact, it was uh, uh, Jimmy Waters, you know, the family, the owner of Chum. And we ended up going flying down on Gretz's plane to L.A. and had this group. We ate dinner at Wayne's house. And we played golf with him. And I remember Jimmy wrote me a letter after, you know, back in the old days, Steve. And he, he said, this is great. Here's the biggest problem with this experience that I had, which is an experience of a lifetime. Right. No one will believe me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No one will believe me. And I can see Steve. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine this guy sitting down now with his grandchildren? Okay. Uh, years, le- years after this, and he's going to go, okay, here's what I did one time. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the kids are sitting there listening to grandpa and saying, I was on the shore and my puppy was there and an alligator, big crocodile <laughs> alligator jumped out snatched the dog in its jaws, disappeared down into the water. I jumped in there, okay, with my cigar, and I, <laughs> I took the, and I opened the jaws of a crocodile, which everyone knows, Steve, can hammer. <laughs> the jaws are about 10 billion pounds PSI, okay? <laughs> and I got the dog out, and I kicked the alligator in the face, and uh, the kids are going to go, Hey mom, we gotta get. We, yeah, there's uh, grandpa's losing yeah, his yeah. losing his mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of never believe that. Yeah, it must be it must be phony, Steve. Yeah, no, it was all real, all videoed and stuff. It does kind of read like that John Lovitz character, the liar. And so I jumped in the pond. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that was one piece of neat video. The other one involved Vancouver Canuck forward Adam Gaudet. It happened at his wedding reception, and Basically, I don't know what he was up to exactly, why he thought this was a good idea. But so picture his new bride. Mm -hmm. She's asked to sit in a chair and Adam comes along without a shirt on. And I think the game plan was to do some kind of a lap dance for his new bride. I think that was the intent. Mm -hmm. So he began the dance again, shirtless and everything. And she's sort of going, what is he doing here? And he decided the, the first thing he would do would be to try and lift his his leg, his foot and leg, over top of her head, as though that would be some sort of sexy thing to do. Right. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, at yeah, that right. moment. Yeah. It was at is at that moment halfway through this sort of uh, swing of the leg that Adam Godet realized his his hamstrings were awfully tight, tighter than he had expected. Oh no! And so he did not get that foot high enough. Oh. And while no. his bride sat there in her chair, 
He absolutely roundhouse kicked her to the side of her face. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's part of the vows, Steve. You know, that's part of the team. We got to check things out. Oh, no. I got to check yeah. that video. I got to check that don't, video for sure. Don't try that at home. You would be strippers or lap dancers. How about this? Okay. I, I've seen those vids before. You'll see yeah. a lot of young kids who are into martial arts, right? And uh -huh. and to show off their skill, one of them they can do is there's a, someone will hold a water bottle, Steve, okay? Like a small water bottle. And these kids, you know, it's kind of above their heads. And these kids will do this flying roundhouse kick and spin the cap off the bottle, you right. know? Right? Have you seen that? Or they... Or they run, they could run, up. They can jump up and hit a bag, you know, that's dangling from the ceiling or whatever, right? Maybe, maybe dude would have wanted to sort of practice that first before he tattooed his wife in the side of the face. Yeah. Well, his wife was a good sport about it because she was the one who shared it on TikTok, and it's now become an internet sensation. And. uh Maybe it was the concussion she'd received that thought, she thought that was a good idea. But uh, anyway, they're taking it in stride and uh, laughing it off. But I thought that was a funny was story it? to close out our podcast week, James. Any final thoughts? Well, that yes, absolutely, Steve. On that, that's a that's a beautiful. That's a you know, you, it's hard to think of a good wedding gift when you get married. You know, you have to you have to come up with something to give your wife. <laughs> What's the old expression? Something borrowed, something yeah. blue. Yeah. And a heel to the face. Yeah, <laughs> kick in the head. Ain't that a kick in the head? That's a good yeah. Dean Martin song. Okay, well, enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll look forward to talking again in our next episode on Monday. Good night, everybody. Everybody? It kind of came out every whaty. The whole show has. Yeah, I've been terrible. Good night. <laughs> good, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. <laughs>